Okay, so we're starting uh, third line up from the top of the page. So the Mishnah is telling us that anything that's edible by the large bull, meaning an adult, um, that's what's considered needing to be eaten by the young calf, by the, in this case a, a goat. Um, those parts as well. Rashi Knafayim, Rashi sounds like it's a section that's near the, uh, the, that's near the head, um, near the shoulder. I'm not really clear what the area is. And the Schusim, Rashi seems to be saying it's cartilage, okay? Um, and very thin, uh, you know, softer bones type of things that are in the bottom of the spine. Anyway. Problem is, Rabbah Rami. Rabbah asked it, it says the Gemara, Rabbah Rami has a contradiction. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Kalan Nechel Bishar Kadol Yachel Bigdi Arach, which implies, Vishaino Nechel, lo, what's not edible, not. Ema Sefa, and what about the Sefa? Rosh Knafayim Batschusim, those are things, Vaha, Hani, Lomis Achli Bishar Kadol, these things are not edible by an adult because it's, it hardens as they get older. So how does this? How does the beginning of the Mishnah fit in with the end of the Mishnah? Ella says, "Raba Tenaihi." It is actually a machlokas tanaim in the Mishnah, even though it sounds like it's one opinion. It's actually two opinions. I sort of have to fill in the blanks. Kol whatever is edible by the adult shore, by the adult bull. Yeochel arach. That's what needs to be eaten and may be eaten. Uh, must be eaten by the young goat. Lo, implying and uh, meaning to say that what is not going to be, what is going to become when it's an adult, inedible, that's not what's included in the food of the young goat. Now, others say, even those things like the, that, that actually are now edible, but when they're adult would not be lo- any longer edible, they're also needing to be um, eaten. And they also count as basar in, in the meantime, because right now they are edible. And that is Rabbah's take on explaining the Mishnah, that basically it's two opinions. Rava Amar Rava says, no, it's a qualifier. Mahin Kitani. What do we mean is what the Mishnah is saying. Pakhtani, this is how it should be read. Kala Nechel Bishar Kadol Bishalka. Anything that's edible by an adult bull when it's cooked thoroughly for a very, very long time. Because, the, as you know, when you cook something longer, it can soften even things that are very hard. Those, that's considered edible in the young calf, even though it's only roasted. So in other words, the roasting process doesn't typically soften the bones. But in the young, in the young goat, it's already, it's, it's still soft because it's young. Since there's a way to make it edible, the, these things, by, uh, by the bull, if you really cook it very long. So then that is uh, going to be required to be eaten. It's going to count as meat in the young goat as well. And what are these? For instance, what are we talking about? That is what we're talking about. So that is Rava's understanding of the Mishnah. So it's not a, it's, it's not a 
uh, a dispute, it's an explanation. Okay, which brings us to the next thing. So, Tanya Kavasa the Rabba, we actually have a Brisa that says it exactly as Rabba explains. Whatever is edible, eaten, can be eaten by the Shargadol, by the adult bull, Bishalka, when it's cooked very long, you know, boiled for a long time. Yeah, that's what must be eaten in the young goat, Bitsli, even though it's only being roasted. And what do we mean? That the Russia can find these body parts that we mentioned that are still yet soft while it is young. And also the the soft sinews, the soft tendons, Nidon Kibasar is also considered meat and needs to be eaten. And that's that. Now, Itmar, we have a dispute. Gidin Shesofan Lahakshas. If you have tendons, that while it is young, they're still soft enough to be eaten. But it, when it comes in, when it would when the animal would would reach adulthood, they harden, and they are no longer edible. So Rabbi Yochanan Amar Nimnin Aleim BePesach. Rabbi Yochanan's take is is that you can include somebody if that's the only portion that he's eating, and that it's a, that is his sheer kazayis, because you have a, lo- a large group, that counts, because right now it's edible. Rish Lakish Amar, Rish Lakish says, and they cannot be able to, able to be included. Pesach, because there's not enough basar for everybody. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan says, but, but why? Basar We go by the here and now. And here and now it's edible, so therefore it's meat. Rish Lakish Amar, basar We go by what its eventual status will be, and eventually becomes inedible, and therefore it's not considered meat. Comes along the Gemara Eisvei, Reish Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan, Reish Lakish asks Rabbi Yochanan a question. Kol enechal b'shar gadol yochel b'gdi arach. Omahen, what is that? Rashi knafayim v'schusim. What does that show you? Hani in, avol gidin shetzofan l'hakshas lo. Clearly, we're mentioning these things. These are the things that qualify as still soft enough when it's young and edible when it's an adult. But, sounds like uh, uh, tendons that will eventually harden beyond edibility? No, because it gives the examples. Samarlei says Rav Yochanan back to Rish Lakish Tanahani giving these as examples. Hani my time. What's the explanation for why these are included in what's edible? Because it's edible if you cook it up for a long time in the adult, and so it it will be edible in adulthood. So, if you do the same processing, these even these tendons that are very tough will be edible with enough cooking. So there's the that's the answer. So Rabbi said to Rabbi Avin, when you go to Rabbi ask him this contradiction. So Rabbi Yirmiya is sending Rabbi Avin to ask Rabbi Avo, a contradiction in the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan. Me Amar Rabbi Yochanan Gidin Shesom Lakshos Mimnin Aleim BeBetzach. Does Rabbi Yochanan say that these um, tendons that will eventually harden still count as meat and can be include include a person if that's his whole portion for Korban Pesach? Alma Basar Ashdoslin, which basically shows that Rabbi Yochanan's take is that it goes by the here and now. Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish, Es Rabbi Yochan, or 
Ha'or harosh shel egel harachmahu. Yes, what's this halachic status of the hide, the leather of the head of a young calf? Ma'ushayitama, does it have tumas basar? Because right now, in a young calf, it's soft enough that it's technically edible. Famerlo, emitama, it does not mitama. Alma, what do you see that Rabbi Yochanan is saying? Basar bitsovaslinan. That is going by the eventual. Eventually, it's going to harden. Therefore, it's not considered basar, and therefore, it's not tamay tumas ochlin. That's the so samerlei. So, what did Rabbi Vo say? Back, send back the question. The Ramalach, he who asked you this halochash lekimchek, didn't check his flour, which is an expression. What is he grinding? Are you grinding wheat or are you grinding some uh, junk along? Because you have to make sure you got the full accurate information. Because Rabbi Yochanan was choser. He retracted his opinion to Rish Lakish. And then he said, Don't, don't bother me. You're making it into a question. I realized that that this that this Mishnah is a das is a is a das yachid. It's a it's a single person's opinion. The majority opinion disputes that, and therefore, that's the that's what it sounds like that Rabbi Yochanan in the end changed his position back to Rishlakish to say that it goes by the end, not by the here and now. So that's the story. Brings us to the next Mishnah. Mishnah Shobert that's from somebody who breaks a bone. The Pesach Hatar of the carbon Pesach that is pure, that is nothing wrong with it. Hareza lo carbon, that's the prohibition. It says, Ve'etzem lo sijburbo, you transgressed a negative prohibition. Aval, however, Hamosir Bitar, what if you left over um, uh, some meat? From a Torah animal, a Torah carbon pesach, shover bitami, or if the pesach became impure, okay, some uh, let's say a, a dead rat touched it, so now it's tame. Eino loke If you break the bone there, you will not get lashes. Now says the Gemara, bishlama mosir bitara. I understand if you leave over from a, something that's tahor. That makes sense. The tiny because we learned in Paisa, Los Sirim and Ad Boker, do not leave over until morning. Von no Sirim and Ad Boker, Paisi Sarev. What does that tell you? Ba Kasav Lite Nasei, Acher Los Nasei. Leaving over is a positive mitzvah to fix up the negative prohibition. Lomar to tell you, Shein Loka, that you don't get lashes because it's for what's referred to as a Lav Hanitat Lasei, a negative transgression. That has a positive mitzvah with which to fix up the prohibition. So that's why there's no transgression that obligates you lashes because you have a fix up to avoid the lashes. That's Rabbi take as to why you don't get lashes for leaving over. Rabbi Yaakov Omer, Lomina Shimu said that's nothing to do with the reason. The reason is, is because it's a negative prohibition that's passive. It doesn't require an action to leave over. You just have to not do to leave over. So that's the reason. And you do not get lashes for something like that. 
Ella, the question is, what about the other part of the Seifa? Shover betame, breaking a tame bone, that you don't get lashes for that. Why not? Minalan, where do you know that from? So the answer is, the Pasuk says, the etzem bone of the Krompesach, lo sijberu bo. What does that extra word bo mean? Bo bekosher velo bepasuk. In it, you can't break, meaning when it's a kosher animal, when, it's, when it, nothing's wrong with it. But a puzzle animal, i.e., for instance, it's tame, that there is no prohibition to break the bones of a tame carbon pesach. Tarabban the rabbis learn the etzem lasish burbo bo bekashiv lo bepasol. That's shitas tanakama. That's the first opinion. Rabbi Omer, different source. Bebayis echad yeochel the etzem lasish burbo. The pasuk says they should all eat together in one house. And it says, and you do not break a bone in it. What does that teach you? Kalaroi lachila, anything that is fit for eating. Yeshbo mishum shviras etzem. That's where there's an issue of breaking a bone. Because it's, it says, babais echod yeochel, right next to betzem lotish brupo. So it has to be, what's eaten has the problem to be, to be, uh, break its bones. Vishen roi lachila, something that's not fit for eating. Ein bo mishum shviras etzem, then there is no prohibition of breaking such a bone. Question is, my binayu, what is the nafkamina? What's the difference, practical difference between these two explanations of why a tame, um, a tame korm pesach? There's no prohibition to break the bones, either because it's not allowed to be eaten or because it's pasul. What's the difference? It's a it's, they're seemingly the same. So, there is a difference. If you hold that it's kosher, so, and, and high puzzle, um, uh, so, no, I skipped a line. Um, so, Amar Abirmiya, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. My binayu, Amar Abirmiya, Abirmiya says, Pesach The difference would be, a korm Pesach, that we were allowed to bring because in a scenario where most of Kali Yisrael were Tami. So we're bringing this Pesach Betumah. It's already Betumah. And that would be a practical difference. Laman Yamar Kasher. If you say the question of Kasher, so hi, Pasel. You really can't call this Kasher because it's not Kosher, it's Pasel. It's Tami. There's a, okay, but since we allow you to eat it, but it's like really begrudgingly, Rashi says this is going according to the understanding that Tuma is only Dechuya Betibur. It's a begrudging allowance to, um, to eat what's Tame. And, uh, um, and therefore, there's no prohibition of breaking such bones of that korban, that eating. Uh, but, if you say it has to do with being fit for eating, this is also fit for eating. So that's the first answer. That's Rabbi Yermia. Answer number one as to what is the practical difference between the two sources. Rabbi Yosef Amar, a different answer. In fact, nobody would say that's called, uh, that would be uh, uh, usher to break the bones um, because the Rabbi La'akule Kasi, he's not coming to be machmir, he's coming to be more lenient. So he's not going to say, well, since it's fit for eating, you, can, uh, you can't break the bones. No, he's coming to tell you 
of course, puzzle, you're not, if a puzzle, you're allowed to bring the bones no matter what, even he'll agree. He's saying not only that, but even if it's not puzzle, but if it's not Roy Lachilu, you also can break the bones. He's coming to be more, more, more Mako. Fahai, who puzzle, so he, since you say it's puzzle, he'll agree that it's for sure allowed to be broken. We're talking about where it was at one point fit to be eaten, and now it became pasal. Like it's ikabina. Uh, that would be the difference. The mademer kosher kosher. It's a kosher korban. It's just after the fact. Let's say it was leftovers. So uh, that that that's why you can't break the bones afterwards. You can't eat it now. So any type of soul that happened afterwards, meaning it had a period of time when it was fit to be eaten, but then it became no longer fit to be eaten, and that's what we're talking about. So, um, and that's the pretty practical difference. Let's say, you, you know, after the time the, that, that you're no longer allowed to eat it, do you have at this juncture a prohibition of breaking the bones or not? Okay, so that's that. That's the answer of Rav Yosef. Abai Amar Bai offers his difference. Kuliyama, he says, Kuliyama kai gavna, embo mishum shverisetzem. Both sides would agree that Rav Yosef's scenario is definitely not a problem to break such a bone because it's after the fact that you're not allowed to eat it. Every, even it's considered puzzle now. So my time, hashtamiyas ha puzzle. It is puzzle. I mean, it was kosher, but now it's puzzle, and therefore you can break the bones. What the dispute is, is there a prohibition of breaking the bones beforehand? Meaning, it's not yet the time to eat because it's Erev Pesach. You're not supposed to eat it till the night. So that's the practical difference. If you say kosher, it is kosher. If you say it's Roy now it's not the Barachila. So that's the story. Okay. So the Gemara asks, Meisve, we have a question. Rabbi Omer, Nimnin al Moach Shabirosh, Ve Nimna al Moach Shabakulis. So the question is this Rabbi says that you're allowed to be included on the marrow, the, the brain that's inside uh, a head of the skull. Um, even though you don't have to crack this, I mean, well, see why. And you're not allowed to be included on the marrow that's inside the femur bone. What's the difference? Why is that okay to be included in the count? Because there are ways to drag out the brain from within the skull. Um, but if you have the right implement, you can access the brain through the nostrils. Um, you don't have to break a bone to get it, to get at the, at the, at the brain. And if you're going to say, as opposed to the femur bone, where the only way to access is by, to break the bones. So that's why you can't be included, because that's not like something that's edible. Now here's the question. According to what you just said, if it's true that you are allowed to break the bones prior to, and that's what that's what Rebbe is saying, since it's not yet you're allowed to break the bones. 
So if that's true, cool is not minit break, then why don't we break the femur bone, according to Rebbe? Um, before the time is that you're allowed to eat it. And then, then you can remove all the marrow. And then you can include a, a, an eater because he'll eat that portion. So that's the question that, 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 that's on Abaye's position. And this is, again, this is Rebbe Lishitaso, so Rebbe should allow that. That's the question. So Amalach Abaye, so Abaye says, and according to you, forget about forget about after you know according to Rebbe. Why should this be true that you're not allowed to include somebody, and his portion will be the section inside the femur bone? What are you going to say? Because you can't access it because you have to break the bone to get it. That's not true. There are ways that you are allowed to act, uh, get to the, get to the to the to the marrow. How? Take a hot coal. Okay, don't touch it by hand, but I'm saying with the uh, tongs. And you take it, and you put it directly on the bone. And it could burn its way through the bone. And then you could remove the marrow. Why? Uh, that's not called breaking a bone. And then we'll include him. Why? Because the price explains. Somebody who breaks who burns burns his way through the bone, or mechatech beginner just cuts up gid sinews, that's not called breaking a bone. That's not called breaking a bone. So what what so taka why is it that some that, that can't count as meat? The answer is this. What are you gonna say? Although it is a technical way to be able to access it, the reason why that's not a solution, why it's not going to work, is because we're afraid that when you put a, um, a coal on it, you're right, you could burn your way through, but there's a, you're, you're opening a possibility that maybe the bone, instead of uh, uh, just burning through the bone, it'll cause the bone to crack from the heat. And if it does that, which can happen, and if it does that, that's called breaking a bone. So like you're running the risk of, of bone breaking. And Rav Amar Misham Efsen Rav says it's another concern that if you burn your way through, you may also burn the marrow inside. And that's be- making the meat, you're, you're losing out on some of the meat. To come And even though anyway, you're not going to be able to access it without it, so it's going to go to waste anyway. But here you're doing it actively, which is much worse. It's much better to just avoid it, and then it's a passive thing where you didn't do the act. Here, if I burn my way through, I may burn my way also through the marrow and burn the marrow, which is ruining the meat. So, right, it may end up burning right through the marrow. So the Gemara says, so just like we have an answer why at night we don't burn our way through the bones to include that as part of the meat, we're not going to let you break the bones from beforehand. Because if you let you have cut bones from, that were cut before um, the Yom Tov in, then you may come to do it at night. And that's the problematic. So that is the answer. That's how Abaye explains his, um, his answer and removes the question um, and removes the question. Okay, next one. 
We still have a few more to go. Reb Papa, Amar, Reb Papa says, Kol gavna, kul This scenario, prior to the Erev Pesach, Erev Pesach, before the mitzvah, everybody, everybody would agree, even Rebbe would agree that that's called breaking, that's called prone baking, that's prohibited. My taima, because it will be edible as soon as night kicks in. It's not just not to be eaten now. So that's not called not roi lachila. Roi lachila means that it's not going to be roi lachila. Um, here, all it needs is at night it'll be roi lachila. So you can't say it's not roi lachila. So therefore that bone cannot be broken for sure. Ella be'evish yotzam ektsasokom the cases where part of the limb went out of the wall of the city of Yerushalayim which renders it unfit. That's the machlokis. And puzzle. And that's the criteria of which bones you can break. This carbon is technically kosher. So even though part of the bone is sticking out, it still would be prohibited to break the bone. Because the part that's inside is kosher. So you can't break the kosher bone. That's not uh, edible. Because you what's sticking out, and therefore because it's also to eat whatever goes outside the wall of the Yerushalayim, and therefore you can break the bone. Kedetanya, as the Bryce explains, Rabbi Shmuel ben Osher, Rabbi Yochanan broke Omer. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochanan, says, "Eivish yotzim mikzasa b'shavro, and b'mishum shvir setzim." If you break that bone that stick out, that's sticking out, there's no problem to break that bone. Rav Sheshes braid Ravidi, Amar. Rav Sheshes braid Ravidi doesn't accept this answer. He says. Such a bone, even both sides would allow you to, would allow you to break such a bone. The, that limb is puzzle, so it's a, we don't look at well the part inside is kosher. The limb that's that's in question is puzzle. Ella, what is the What is the case? Breaking a bone when it's not cooked completely raw. That's the difference. Man the one who says that it's kosher and pasol There's nothing wrong with this carbon. It's just that it didn't get cooked yet. And man It has to be fit for eating. It's not fit for eating. Rav similar to what we saw before. You can't break those bones just because it's not yet roasted. My time because you could make it edible. by Roasting it, just roast it, it'll be edible. Then you would be allowed to eat it. So that's not the issue. Ella, what's the issue? What's the nafkamina? Practical difference between the two answers. Shvirus alya, the breaking of the fatty tail of a sheep, of the lamb. That's the difference. If it's a question of kosher, how kosher who? That's for sure. A kosher animal, there's nothing wrong with it. So you wouldn't be allowed to break the bone of that tail. But it's not fit for eating. Why Because that goes up to the base of Migdash. It's not part of the section that you eat. So that's why it's out. It's it's um, Rebbe would allow you to break that bone, and the Tanakhama would not. Nobody would say it's a problem to break such a bone because it's completely not fit to be eaten. And even though the Tana Kama says that it has to do with being kosher and puzzle, this is unfit for eating, there's no question. We're talking about a limb that doesn't have a kezayis of meat on the bone, on that limb. 
That's the difference. You don't have enough meat on it for eating because it doesn't have a kezayis. And that is, um, there's no prohibition to break a bone that's not for eating. Ravina Amar, Kolke Agavna, Everybody would agree that's not a problem to break such a bone. To be in a Shirachila, of course you do need a Shirachila. Ela Evershe, Eina Love Kazayas Basar, Bimakam Zet. The case is where you have a limb where where you're breaking the bone, there's not a Kazayas of meat. For Yesha Love Kazayas Basar, Bimakamacher, but on the other place there is. That's the difference. It's still kosher. Where I break, it has to be fit shear uh, of enough meat to eat. And that's lacking. Now, Bar brings down Tanya Karbaminayu. We have a brisa, and the brisa supports four of these answers. We have many more than four answers that were offered here. But there's a price of supporting for them as those things would be exceptional. The Tanya Rebbe Omer, this is Rebbe. Which means it, what's Ra'ur Lachila, that's where there's an issue to break the bones, not what's not Ra'ur Lachila. If it had a time when it was fit to be eaten. And then it became unfit. Um... That's a bone that you are allowed to break. So that's one opinion that we saw before, which was, um, which had to do with, um, it was Shasa Kosher. I forgot who said that one. That was, um, that was Rabbi Yosef. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the one. One what that, so there we got one going like one explanation of Rebbe going like Rebbe Yosef. Yesh bo shirachila. If is the shira eating on it, yesh bo mishum shviyasetzem. Ein bo shirachila, ein bo mishum shviyasetzem. If there's not a shir to eat on it, then there's no problem to break that bone. Again, that's like we saw. Also, um, um, that was. That was the answer of, forgot who, okay? We saw that one, okay? That was another one. Next one, the bone that's not, fit, that's going on the Mizbech, the, the fatty tail, that there's no iser to break that bone. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, so therefore it's not a problem. Bishas achila. When it's time to eat, that's the And when it's not time to eat, there's no problem to break the bone, which sounds like um, the when it's yet, when that's the time when it's not yet, it's which was another answer that we saw. So basically we have four of the qualifiers that we've seen being expressed by Rebbe as being indeed true, that that's what Rebbe holds. Okay, and that's the end of that section. Now, once we're on the topic, Itmar, we have here a Machlokas Amorayim, and um, we'll just introduce the Machlokas, and we'll, get, we'll save the questions for tomorrow. Itmar, 
Ever she'ain alav kezayis baser. If you have a limb that does not have a kezayis of meat on it, b'makom zeh. Over here, fi'esh alav kezayis baser b'makom acher. But on another part of this boat, limb, there is enough meat for kezayis. Rabbi Yochanan Amar yesh po mishum shvirus etzem. Rabbi Yochanan says we look at the whole limb, and this limb cannot be broken. And Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Amar ain bo mishum shvirus etzem. He says this this bone is allowed to be broken because over here there is not meat. And we'll see more about this. We'll save the question for tomorrow because it really leads in for a significant amount into tomorrow's daf. And we'll stop over here and I wish everyone a great week. Pleasure learning with you all and have a good Shavua Tov, everyone.